Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's the Keith Walsh podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going, there's the things you didn't know Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast Give you energy like buck fast And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle It's the Keith Walsh Podcast, yeah Do 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 on the winding way down to Kells Bay. There you have it, Emma Langford and her song, The Winding Way to Kells Bay. Is it the winding way? The winding way down to Kells Bay. Uh, how are you? It is the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's Monday night, which means it's double whammy, double podcast goodness for you coming at you. Um, hope you're well. It's still the 11th of the 1st, and we are still in lockdown. Oh, yeah, we are still in lockdown. It's um, some crack, isn't it? I hope you're all well. I hope you're keeping sane. I am really loving it, you know. Seriously, honest to God. I'm going to look back at this time and just think, I should have enjoyed it more. Someday I'll be up the walls. And I'll be thinking, why didn't I enjoy that time while I had it? Although I'm up the walls anyway. You know? What with homeschooling and putting up podcasts and drawing cards. Um, I There's a thing that I've been doing is asking people to get in touch if they're an OG. An OG is a person who's been listening to the podcast from the start because obviously this podcast is going to blow up very soon. It's going to get massive and I want to keep in touch with the people who've been listening from the start. So a couple of shout outs to people that got in touch. Sonia Power. Simply put, Keith, yo, I'm an OG. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks, Sonia Power. I really appreciate that. Uh, Fiona Barry. Uh, Hi, Fiona. I am one of the original listeners and I have been following from the start. Thanks for the interviews. I love the Holly Cairns interview and her strong attitude to do the right thing and the weekly chat with Mike, Fiona Barry. There you go, Mike, if you're listening. The people love you. Uh, My old pal Damien Coyne. Hello, Damien. Demo. Coyne. Uh, Keith Yo, I'm an OG. I think I've just made the cut before the podcast blows up. Just about, Damien. Loving the podcast. Keep up the great work. Just listen to the Jason Byrne one now, there, now. And that was one of my faves so far. Best wishes to you and the family for a happy Christmas. Thanks, Demo. Appreciate that, man. Um, some of these just came in. In the There's a Keith Walsh pod Gmail account, which I hadn't checked because I thought that I'd set it up. 
that they would come in to my other email address automatically, but I obviously hadn't. And then I randomly just checked this account the other day and there was all these emails. So to Rebecca Power, hi Rebecca. Listening since the start from Kilkenny, been an OG since the spin days, I suppose. Still frequently find myself saying, how are you Mr. Dempsey's oh, and all and anyways, and all and anyways. Very randomly, f- for no reason, after all these years. I kind of forgot about that. How are you Mr. Dempsey's oh. Hello, hello boys. How are you Mr. Dempsey's oh. Hey Mr. Dempsey. Sorry, that was um, a sketch I used to do years and years ago on spin. Hey you, I'm listening from the beginning of time and I'm loving it. I'm in Granard in County Longford. You clean the house with me, go for walks, get the dinner and also help me escape the madness of the mundane. I feel like I know you. We have a joke in the house when the hubby arrives home. He will say, so, how's Keith? (laughs) I'm playing catch up this week. So I have two to listen to in the morning. So delighted with myself. Until the morning, be good. Love you in a podcast way. I love you in a podcast way, Anne-Marie. Bye for now. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, and hi to Charlie Woof Woof. Uh, Charlie, he's not here. He's gone. He's gone. One. He wanders around the house. He goes from room to room to see who looks the comfiest. <laughs> if you look comfortable, and he'll sit up there beside you. If you're, I don't obviously look comfortable at the moment, so he's not interested. Hello to Olivia McCarthy. Hi, Keith. Loving listening to your podcast from the start. I'm working from home in Cork. And you and your guests keep me entertained throughout the day. Looking forward to more guests in the future. Olivia, thank you, Olivia. Olivia McCarthy. I appreciate that. There's loads more of these. I need to... uh, These are really... This is so brilliant and joyful for me. Hi, Keith. New listener. Two podcasts in. Listening at random and not in order. (laughs) just in case for your information living in Anacotti in County Limerick happy Friday thanks Amy and welcome Amy's new so Amy you've just been listening since when's that oh yeah that's uh, just before Christmas Um, Emmett hi Emmett O'Halloran hi Keith I've been really enjoying listening to your podcast especially the chats with your friend Mike I listen to many podcasts while out walking I've taken uh, to doing a lot of walking over the past few months, haven't we all, Emmett? And listening to you and your other podcasters, and the other podcasters make it an awful lot easier, as well as giving me a reason to go out walking. I reserve certain podcasts for the walk and don't allow myself to listen to them unless I'm on my ramble. You'd be delighted to hear yours has made the cut. Ah, thanks, Emmett. Really appreciate that. I really like your intros and outros that you do for every podcast and enjoy the rambling of trying to sign off. Do you mind me asking what kind of microphone and bits your friend Mike got? It sounded really good today when I was out walking. I have an idea for a small podcast series and uh, like, I would like to sound mildly professional if I ever take to recording it. Thanks for the conversations and discussions over the last couple of months. Fair play to Ryan Mack on the jingle. Yeah, he did a good job, didn't he? I find myself humming it for hours and hours after listening. Keep up the great entertainment. Thanks, Emmett. Yeah, the... Um, the microphone is a Rode, or I'm going to say R O D E. It's a Rode, and it's a little podcast mic. It shouldn't be too expensive, Emmett. If you go to a website called uh, Tommen T, I should I should know all this stuff, shouldn't I? Tommen, 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 Tommen Park. Uh, 
Um, it's a German website, and yeah, Thoman. Uh, don't go to Thoman UK. Go to Thoman.de forward slash IE for your microphones. So Rode R O D E it would be the mic you need, and it's just a simple little USB. So you plug it into your laptop or your your PC, and you're good to go. You need. I would you. I don't know whether you have a recording software, but there's a, there's a great free recording software called Audacity. It's A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y. A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y. And uh, that's really good. Check that out. Um, I would recommend that highly. None of this is recording. Great. Absolutely fantastic. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there I was telling you about recording software and I wasn't even sure if I was recording myself. Anyway, that's it. That's enough. I'll read some more emails uh, the next the next night as well. Thank you very much. If you're an OG and you're listening now and it's still early 2021, uh, do send me an email. KeithWalshPod at gmail.com or KeithWalsh.watch at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear who you are, where you're listening, all your hopes and dreams and your PPS number. Is that still a thing? And your bank details, all the bank details. I'll also I'll need that little, you know, that three little three number just on the back of your card. You'll see a little security. Yeah, need that as well. And um, your IBAN and your BIC. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, it is time for me uh, and my monthly. Oh, I don't know why I said monthly. Mondayly. What's the, what if you do something every Monday? If it's weekly, is it Mondayly? My Mundaly chat with my friend Michaelie. Uh, actually, I should play this for you because Mike, you'll hear in the in the chat, Mike uh, decided that he's he's quite he likes his chocolate, and he went through. He told me uh, exactly how much chocolate he eats on a daily basis, and he did decide that he was going to eat less chocolate starting this week, and then report in at the end of the week. And he did message me um, earlier to say. My purge has begun. Hooch supplies depleted, so less booze in the house. I had a boiled egg on dry toast for breakfast. Ah, Jesus, Mike, there's no need for that. 150 calories. Uh, I don't want to tell you that the, the egg is full of... Um, that doesn't matter. Aiming for less than 500 calories until dinner, then eat less after dinner. Okay, good. I got this message from him afterwards on WhatsApp. I'm really fucking hungry now, I tell you. <laughs> really fucking hungry and I haven't been hungry I'd say for a month <laughs> Mike God love you and that was just uh, before his dinner it was literally a couple of hours after he sent me that message that he was he'd had a really good breakfast of dry toast and egg holy shit anyway we'll find out next week how he gets on but uh, this week we spoke about I don't know what we talked about New York uh, movies we'd watched um, it was very rambly he talked a lot about well, I asked him about his chocolate eating habits because I'm, I've given up the booze. Don't know if I mentioned it. Yeah, I'm off the booze, and uh, but the problem is that I've been eating more sugar. So we spoke a little bit about that, and I can't remember the rest of what we talked about. Anyway, enjoy. Thanks for listening as always, and I'll have a few words with you afterwards, after this chat with Mike. This is uh, episode fifty-one of the Keith Walsh podcast, with me and my friend. Mike, enjoy. Hey, guy. Hey. 
Hey, man. What, I've, um, what are you doing down there? You yeah, lost your I'm, contact lenses? Oh, I've lost the fucking screw off my microphone. I don't know where it's gone. It's. Um, and it's a big lump of metal. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, and it went quite a thud as it hit the ground, but, uh, oh, Jesus, man. Um, can't be far. No, it can't be far. And um, It's a good start to the podcast, though. Thanks very much. And, uh, hey, did you like that picture I just sent you? Yeah, what's that? That's my stove in my front room. Is it? Yeah. Do you, um, have, a, do you have a cooker as well? I do, yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Not fucking cave people. I was, I was just wondering. It looked like uh, I was just I was reassessing my uh, my image of your house. Well, speaking of images of your house, you're, you've turned 90 degrees, have you? Yeah, I've gone sideways. My wife has started working from home as well this week. Oh God, oh dear. So I've kind of been kicked out of my I've got a, like I've got the spare room upstairs as my office, but she I've kind of given it to her. So I'm just in the corner now. I've got all my podcast. I only really need the corner to do the podcast. So I have to lean over here to talk into the mic like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite different when you lean in. It's kind of... Mm. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she's working from home and I'm trying to make it as easy for her to, you know, to do. So I'm trying to stay out of the way. Um, you know, I'm doing the whole, you know, don't worry about me. I'm not important. This is what men do. We enable our women. I think you find behind every we woman, enable our women. <laughs> behind every strong woman, there is a weak, fucking limp-wristed man who really hasn't got any testicles and will just move offices for no apparent reason. Or is that a little bit sexist? It's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no, it's just because she uh, she was she's in has a business called Nearly Sisters. You should buy all their stuff, um, mm. and uh, NearlySisters.e. Thanks for asking. Um, and they were working together from so it's Suzanne's my wife and Nicola is the is the other Nearly sister. They're working from Nicola's home because it's a bit bigger. But uh, with the current lockdown, they just thought, you know, and they they're in a place where they can kind of work separately on different things mm. so so yeah so she's moved in and we're all so we're all working from home so this week it'll be me and my wife uh anna who's in sixth year trying to do her leaving cert this year like what a fucking palava the government are making of that and uh finn is in sixth class so he's already been getting videos from the teacher about the work that they need to do on monday and it's quite i don't know i'm quite a i'm getting quite annoyed for some reason at the school because they're quite like they really need to be doing this work and my attitude was like yeah look if they get a fucking if they get a little bit of work done grand if they don't get it done grand we'll just make sure we get through it everyone's stressed make sure everyone's happy but the school are a bit like they really need to keep on top of this and get this work done and i'm kind of like fuck you but i'm i need to check myself i think maybe you do and i think you're in the zone you see where you have a daughter who is doing the leaving cert so you are one of those 60,000 who are directly um, sort of affected and the other lot of us with kids in TY and um, junior cert and whatever are literally kind of going 
what the fuck, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, and I know, and so much pressure is put on uh, on the leaving cert in this country for some reason that our uh, ability as a uh, a culture, a country, to be able to um, sort of, when you're 60 years old, be able to recite uh, a, a one's a Wordsworth or something. You know, I don't understand what that's all about. Um, I've got major issues with with uh, with education and learning Shakespeare and doing all this sort of stuff that isn't really relevant. It's it's about someone deciding that this is culture and that other thing isn't culture and we need to mm. learn this and we don't need to, need to learn that. It's like Archie having a uh, an orchestra, you know, on the uh, you know on the yeah, on the pay, on the payroll, right. you know, an orchestra because someone has decided that that type of music. Why don't they have a rock band on the payroll, you know? Um, or, or, a a, or a hip hop rapper, a hip hop collective. Yeah, you could be a hip hop collective, sort of the back way. Yeah, I could lead the hip hop collective, and we could. I could be an employee of RTE. It'd be absolutely brilliant. I'd love it. Yeah. But here's my thing about the leave insert is, um, uh, my, I kind of had a bit of. I went on a bit of a rant on Twitter during the week, but mostly to kick up a bit of a fuss because nobody really listens to young people, and oh, absolutely, they have no vote. They're told what to do. And the, you see, that this is the, the, the problem with the way we educate people as well. You're always the, you know, you start off being the youngest when you go into school. Then you get to sixth class, you're the oldest. And then all of a sudden, your world is turned upside down. You're going into secondary. And, you know, it's like going into Shawshank, you know, for a lot of these kids. It's like, Jesus, you're going to be the lowest of the low. The big lads play football and we're all going to be sitting down like sort of chickens cowering in a corner. You make it to sixth year and you're doing your leaving. And it's all then about getting in the next step, either going into a job or going into third level or whatever, where you're going to be the little one again, the little hen-pecked person in the corner who's either the, off, the new office boy or girl or the new person in university and you're being shown around. And it just, it stunts you at every occasion. You just reach your pinnacle and you're brought back down to earth, which I think is really horrible. It should be nice one big sort of transmission or, you know, sort of learning and just sort of enjoying life and go through it and then be what you want to fucking be. Yeah. I think that the, the pressure is on, what the pressure's on the students at every point. Like it's never, I mean, it's on the teachers as well, in fairness, you know, uh, shout out to the teachers and the principals uh, trying to do whatever their best and it, it, with a difficult job. Like some of them are assholes, but you know, shout out to most of them. Um, so somebody, like I, I was having a bit of a rant on Twitter and I was saying, what, why can't, why, if, like scrap the leaving search. Like hmm. it doesn't matter. And then like someone's like, well, what about the points to get into university? I was like, put the pressure on the fucking universities to find the people who need to go into what course they need to go. Like, have you noticed how many university courses there are? Have you noticed how many colleges have suddenly become universities? There's, this is, you know, I'm not one of these, mm. maybe I am. This, it's big business. It's, they're Huge making money. Business. They're making money. Put the pressure on the universities and third level yeah. uh, uh, colleges, put the pressure on them to find the students or to do the interviews or to why is the pressure on the students to prove, do you know what I mean? It's like, I want to go to a job and I want, if I go, if I go for a job, my, my next job I go for, I will interview the people to see if I want to work there. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I've just turned my thing off my, 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 my uh, picture off there because it's uh, said it was unstable. 
<laughs> so many. I think I think it was just talking about me. <laughs> no, I think you're right though. I think these um, you know, the universities should be going out and picking the best, the creme de la creme for these particular courses and people who show real aptitude for art or drama or medicine or veterinary and whatever, and using that passion rather than everybody scrambling to do these points. My, my wife used to, um, uh, she used to go out and she used to, um, well, she was hired. Her job was to she was go. A, she was a hit woman. She was a hit woman, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I played Brad Pitt. And uh, yeah, she went to she went to um, international students for an English university. So they went and recruited the best of the best of the best and the wealthiest. Unfortunately, the money came into it there, but yeah. they, they really did go out and say, listen, you, you can come to us if you're the best of the best of the best of the best of the best and you have an aptitude for this, and they used to interview them and see what their passions were and whatever, because it's no good their parents spending a whole load of money on something and then being, then being unhappy in another country. You know, these are sort of Asian students coming to, to England to, to study. And it should be treated the same here. I think you're quite right. Um, they should be going out and talking to students. They should have officers going out into universities more proactively rather than just saying, listen, we've got a canoeing club if you're into that. Um, and you can do X and Y, but, you know, finding out exactly what these people are interested in and trying to harvest the best out of them and do it that way. Yeah. Or like even because we don't want to be, it's if, even like the thing is the universities and colleges sit back and wait for these courses to be filled magically by all these students who are eager to get into third level, you know? So the work is mm. kind of done for them in a way, like all they have to do is basically try and make sure that some of the students choose to go to Limerick over water, you know, or if you're in Waterford, your marketing people are going to try and get people to come to Waterford. But like everyone at this stage is encouraged to go to third level. Not everybody does. And, you know, that's cool as well. I I think that's wrong, actually. I think everybody shouldn't be encouraged to go to third level because an awful lot of it is is kind of a waste of time. But that's another rant. But that's okay to have three years of a waste of time if you learn, you know, if if you learn how to socialize or something, you know, you get something out of it. You learn how to live in your own house and cook beans or something, you know, you'll get something out of it. But Jesus, you're a woolly liberal. But they should just be, uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't get the fact that the pressure is all on the students to get the points to get into the there's got to be a better way to do it it's it just yeah. seems insane um but anyway that's where we're at, at the moment so i'm actually i think like because anna's did her fifth year was disrupted because mm. of covid her sixth year has now been disrupted because of covid and i think it's just time to just say we're not doing the leaving cert this year and we'll just give them we'll just give them the grades we think they deserve at this point. I think that's the only yeah. way to go to forward, you know, because now what's happening is on Monday, she has six hours of class in her bedroom. Yeah. And that, that, that assumes that everybody's got access to a computer and decent internet and all manner of things. There's all manner of assumptions. But sure. There's people in Anna's class that don't, there's people all over the country, not to be yeah. specific about it, but there's people all over the country who, whose parents have, Especially after Christmas, you might have the money to pay the internet bill, right? No, of course. So not. what are you looking? For, what are you looking at then? Getting credit on Monday morning, credit for your phone that's going to last you the whole day, so you can do six hours of school. Mm. On, on maybe you don't have a great phone. Maybe you dropped your phone. Maybe it's cracked. Maybe you have a. Maybe you're due an upgrade or something, or you know you can't afford the the, the latest technology. What are you doing then? You're looking at a cracked phone for six hours 
on credit that you can't afford. Like the stress. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think, but I think maybe that they should have been way ahead of the curve now at this stage because everybody realized that, you know, it was a stupid decision to give us Christmas off from COVID because COVID didn't, certainly didn't uh, take a day off to, to welcome the baby Jesus into his house. <laughs> so we shouldn't have done that. That was a stupid mistake. And the schools and the Department of Education should have been way ahead of the curve and literally on the last day of term, given everybody a reading list. You know, with the books you've already got, read these chapters and whatever, and we'll do a bit of an assessment at some point. And if you haven't got the internet, if you haven't got whatever access, you know, we'll post in your thing, handwrite it, post in your, you know, these are, you're going to be asked questions on this book, on these chapters, whatever. Do it that way. Do it the longhand way. I know there's a bit of sort of, you know, probably a bit of admin in that, but, you know, just don't assume that everybody can get online and, yeah, you know, yeah, have the would, money to do it. There might be a bit of admin in it, but you're, you're probably only talking about a small percentage of the class having to do that, so it should be fine. But look, it's just, yeah. it's, it's just a bit of a mess. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get the obsession with the leave insert. It's just... Like, why is it, why is it always that people think that the hardest thing is the best thing to do? So this is obviously the hardest mm -hmm. thing to do. Oh no, we're, we're determined now to stick with the plans to, to yeah, have a traditional yeah. leaving search like we always have. And that is going, that is a really difficult thing for us to do, but we're determined to do. Sometimes it's better to do the easy thing, which is just yeah. continuing to just say, take the pressure off. Lads, you're going to have to be on the ball, like say this, say this to the students, you're going to have to be on the ball. You're going to have to get your, your assignments in between now and the end of the year, because this will count for your leaving cert. So you've got it. So to keep them motivated, to keep them focused, that's what you do. But they don't need to have that. And just say, look, we're not doing leaving cert, but you need to keep, you need to keep your assignments coming in for the rest of the year. You need to be on the ball. This will count for, you know, a lot towards your final, you know, how you, even if they said how you behave in the next few weeks or whatever, you know, if you're, if we see that yeah. you're doing your best, that will count a lot towards your final. Just get rid of the fucking leaves. Anyway, look at this is not, this is not in any way entertaining for anybody except me. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. What? You know what you need. You know what you need now. What drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this whole non-drinking thing would, is driving me to drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like the real the real undampened by alcohol me is coming out that's the... <laughs> this is the raw this, this is... is you see you had no edge before now you've got the edge yeah and you're just a miserable old man talking about education <laughs> yeah, yeah, my edge is my edge is ranting about the school system whoa I'll what? tell you what I'm fucking rant about actually okay is, um, hugely pissed off during the week um i taped um the oh christ the untouchables do you remember that movie the untouchables yeah kind kevin of. costner sean yes. connery yes yes yeah great film i thought i watched it i watched it did you on tv the other i did night? yeah it was on it was yeah. on yeah yeah what a stunning film and i thought you know i taped it and i thought right this i'm gonna sit down with my son we are gonna enjoy this it's gonna be fantastic we did. We sat down over two nights, I think, to watch it and sort of, you know, he loved he loved it, um, said it was his favourite film ever, wow. which as far as I'm concerned now, my parenting is done. Yeah. I have introduced him to decent television. He knows what's good and what is bad. That's it. End of. Excellent work. fucking leave inserts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, we went 
to New York five years ago at Christmas time. Um, and I hope it's okay for me to rant about New York as well, because I, 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 you know, is it, is it okay to say you don't like New York? Um, I'll challenge you on it, but yeah, go ahead. We went to New York and we made a point of going to Grand Central Station. Yeah, lovely spot. To show him the steps where the steps and the pram, you know, that, that scene. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm <laughs> sitting there. And we just watched the pram go down the steps. And I said, remember, Jim, we took you five years ago to Grand Central Station to show you those steps. He said, I was wondering what you were talking about when you when we were there. He didn't get it. He was only sort of 11 or 12. And I said, I said, in years to come, I'm going to show you the untouchables. And this is the pram scene where they shoot and all this sort of stuff happens down the steps. And myself and Sally, I'm delighted we identified the set of steps where it all happened or whatever. And Jimmy turns to me and he said, uh, but that's in Chicago, Dad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. It's Brand Union Station. Oh, fucking filmed. Oh, man. I'd made a pilgrimage. I'd pissed everyone off to go to fucking Grand Central Station. And that we're at the wrong place. That is gas because I. Um... I watched I watched the film recently and as I was watching it, I was like, oh, I was there, you know, <laughs> doing the dad thing. You know, the you know, dads when they're watching yeah. TV. I was there. I was there once. I know a guy from there. I know him. I know a guy who knows him. That's what you do when you're a dad. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was thinking the same thing that I was on those steps. Not them at all, no. No, not completely oh, fucking different. And then when you look at it and you think, oh no. And we were, we were telling them, oh, there's the clock and everything. And you know. <laughs> I think we have pictures of us in New York. Yeah, didn't like New York. <laughs> Why? Too expensive. Well, there is that, but w- what was expensive? Do you, like um, food? What? Food. The food was shit and expensive. Were you, were you not like Elf going around New York and going <laughs> going into coffee shops that said the best cup of coffee in the world? Going, well done, you did it. Uh, yeah. I was like Elf, you know, I had all these things, you know, I was going to go and sit in these like uh, bagel places on the corner and have a cup of coffee. And a cup of coffee. It, uh, it play, play chess. Yeah, outside in the cold with old men who were really nice and sort of would take me to their home and give me powers, whiskey and touch me inappropriately. But that didn't happen. <laughs> none, of, none of that happened. It was Donald just, Trump wasn't around. Well, you know what? We actually, I took part in a uh, a Trump. It was before he, he was elected. And we were outside um, oh, the big jewellery shop, Tiffany's. Yeah. Which is literally around the corner from the Trump on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And there's, there's all these uh, fellas. Uh, and and on, in New York now, there's a policeman on every corner. And I said to the policeman, I said, what are they doing over there? They're protesting. It's the Mexican guys protesting about Trump. And I went over. Excellent. So I joined in the protest about Trump. <laughs> and I had one of those, so, you know, people had those big Mexican hats on. Yeah. They were playing all the mariachi music and everything. It was fucking great for about an hour. We just stood there. So, la, 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 fuck Trump. Yeah. And even even with that, you still don't like New York. Is No. Is it just the month? Like, I'm trying to get to the bottom of why you didn't. Did you have a good time? Not really. No. You enjoyed that hour with the Mexicans. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed And then I went up to the Apple store. We went up to um, where John Lennon got shot. 
did the whole sort of not morbid at all yeah no well it happened i walked across it there was loads of people taking pictures of the 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 ground and i thought what are they doing here and there's a big plaque where he got shot and stuff and we went to the place where they did the night of the museum i'll tell you who i did meet though um didn't actually meet but um I don't know whether I've mentioned this before. Paul Gambaccini. Do you remember Paul Gambaccini? Yeah, he's in, uh, I'm going to say Sideways. No, no. Shit. Okay, got the wrong guy. He, he's the um, he's the voice of the BBC. He used to be the musical correspondent oh, for the, sorry. the BBC. Yes, 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 yes. So he, he used to, he was the man who, on this day, uh, Elvis Presley has been killed. He died in his home and wherever. And he's got this kind of New Yorkie kind of accent. He talks like that. Hi, my name is Paul Gambaccini. This did is he... America's Day for Music on the BBC. Oh, did Everybody he do kind it. of the charts as well or something? Or... Yeah, he does. He does the Top of the Pops too, or whatever it's called. Or, yeah. uh, but he's very good. But we were walking up through uh, the bottom of um, Central Park and there was this big lovely market on. And I see this man coming towards me. And I went, that's Sunny. And I said, that's Paul Gambaccini. No. She went, no. And I went, it is, it's Paul Gambaccini. And before he'd gone, I just, you know, I, I missed it. And he, I'd see him kind of go off into the distance. I thought, shit. I could have met a famous person that said hello to them in New York. We went up, saw where John Lennon died, went into the museum, spent a couple of hours in the museum, which was underwhelming as well. And then came back again, walking through the same market back to the hotel. Who's coming towards me? Paul Gambaccino. No. Here way. we go. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that was it. Literally, yeah. He was with his husband at the time. He was just out of him on. on... <laughs> Was... No, no, he's a, he's a well-outed <laughs> man. He's well-outed, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. exciting. So you hung yeah. out with some Mexicans for an hour. You met Paul Gambaccini. You, yeah. uh, what else did you do? I got. I met them. You went to the wrong steps. Yeah, well, I went to the wrong tube station as well. We're down this tube station. We're carrying uh, all this luggage and stuff. I don't think it's called the tube in New York. Whatever it's called. But, you know, I went to this guy. And it's green and it's this and it's that. And I went... Listen, I'm trying to get to Fifth Avenue and something. I don't work. I work for the Jersey Line. Go fucking ask somebody else. Wow. Thank you very much. You know. Did you? Yeah, I, I found I, I was like when I was on the, the whatever it's called, the underground or the mm. metro. What's it called? Anyway, uh, I was like the Irish guy, typical Irish guy just walking around going, do you know how to get to? Um, I hadn't I, I, I couldn't read them. I. You know, I've I've done the tube but a lot. Yeah. I know, I know I know it inside out. I just couldn't get to grips with what was going no. where, and I, like even having been told how which train to get on and then where to look for, I could I, st- I was just sort of sweating the whole way there until I actually got to my destination. And it should be very straightforward because it's all just blocks, you know. Hmm. Um, it should be, yeah. But it, no, you, there's no rhyme or reason as to which way you're going and. Uh... They're all a bit rude. Then I like that. I, I like the attitude, though. The guy just, I don't want to go, for, go fuck, go, you know, basically go fuck yourself. I don't work for these guys. Yeah. I work for the other line. Yeah, he did. That was it. There were two lines. Like, one was this way, one was that way. He thought, you miserable prick. Really, you're not, you're not going to know where the train is going. Did you feel kind of at home in New York, though? Did not you ever, in did, the slightest. Did you not? No, I got a sense of, 
I felt like it was a very Irish place for some reason. I felt at home. I, I, there was something weird about it. I felt when I came out of Penn Station, I got the train from the airport into Penn Station. And when I came out, I felt like I'd been there before. Well, you see, um, someone I'd said that to somebody, so that's because you've seen so much of it on the movies. You know, it's very familiar yes. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt like um, it was it was almost like a big Galway or something. Like it was like a part of Ireland, but just someone had pumped it up to make it like someone had taken a small Irish town like Galway and, you know, blown it up to, to make it big. Like it, like Air Square was Central Park. And then I don't know why I felt like it was. Yeah, it's like maybe, if you, you you might have been meeting people over there and whatever. We didn't have any sort of contacts to meet. It was as very much a two day event, and we were going to tick things off our list and go to Kentucky and spend Christmas with my in laws. Um, and that didn't happen either. Anyway, that's oh. <laughs> that another story. In. Oh God! But did you? Were you? I was surprised at things, the very American things that I saw, like a father and son tossing a baseball in Central Park. I was like, this is this, this actually happens. They yeah, were just any of that. they were standing there for a while because I well, I sat there watching them for a good while, just throwing a ball at each other. Went to the top of the rock. Which is the where 30 Rock was filmed. Oh yes. Rockefeller Plaza. Rockefeller Plaza, yeah. Watch the people uh, on Morning America through the windows. Um, it was unseasonably warm, 70 degrees, and it was what's, Christmas Eve. And what's that in our money? 70 degrees. What's <laughs> like, that? Like mid-20s. Wow. Yeah, it was really, really hot, and they were all talking about it, and the ice rinks were melting and stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, went to the top of the rock. It cost about 90 quid to go up in a fucking lift. Oh, wow. Just to go up to the top of the... Yeah. To a building. Right. Yeah. I just... have a th- I have a theory about the New York accent, though. I'm going to... I'll try and explain it to you. So yeah, I, th- I think it started off as an Irish accent. So it's like Galway. You know, like I'm from Galway. Galway. Galway, Galway, Galway. And you're from Galway. And then you go across the water uh, from Galway. And then you're over in America. And then you're like, hi, hey, what's up? How's it going? Shut, shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself. You know? That's how they got the accent. It's very Irish, were, really, when you think You were kind it. of merging into Sean Connery there. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Do you get much accent work? <laughs> Rarely. The, the yeah. actor I was thinking of when you said Paul Gambaccini was um, Paul Giamatti. No idea who he is. Who was in a movie called Sideways. Have you not watched Sideways? No. Have you not seen Sideways? Mike Marin. No, I'm going to write Sideways down. Write it down. Watch it tonight, if you can, with your other half you will love okay. it okay all right okay cool i look forward to this having said that um a year ago i was told to watch uncut gems as one of the finest films ever written yeah <laughs> was it by me no <laughs> no it was by another a mutual friend of ours um yeah. and i haven't had the heart to ring him up actually because i've watched it over the last two nights it's one of those ones that it's very frenetic. It's really like I love people it. shouting at each other all the time, and blah, 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 blah. and it's re it's actually you know what it's really New York, and this is yeah. why New York was playing on my mind at the time. And uh, have you seen it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was absolute shit. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> it just it made me feel like I wanted to go and have a shower. 
and take a long walk. I really I was liked actually, it. I got really anxious watching it. And I don't know whether that was the director's intention, but it was like, oh, for Christ's sake, just finish. I think your man has your man. Uh, what's his name? Plays the lead. Um, it's not uh, Ben Stiller, is it? It's another guy. It's no, a, it's the it's the. Uh, welcome to Worcester. Welcome to Worcester. Yes. Doesn't he uh, play Worcester? Yeah. Um, uncut gems. Hang on, I like Google this. This is fine. We've loads of time. There's no uncut gems. Shit. Uh, his um the character he plays adam chandler adam chandler yes, yes. The, the character he plays is very has created a terrible life for himself um you know and it is it should be stressful to watch him because he's you know he's headed for a fucking heart failure whatever happens in this oh, yeah, movie yeah, you know yeah. um and i th- i think that's the idea that it's un- uncomfortable to watch yeah, but, you know, I, I don't want to be part of that. I'd rather kind of be looking at it, watching it, rather than being part of it. It really, I mean, it's like like with Neil and I, mm. you know, with Neil and I, with yeah. Neil and I wanted me to go and have it. Well, I wanted to go and have a shower after that <clears throat> in a with, good way. Because with the, I felt... With the two guys? No. Maybe with the uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd have, oh, been, yeah. he'd have been happy for you to have a share with him. But, uh, well, Whitney and I is kind of like Sideways is kind of, I'm going to say, an American Whitney and I for middle-aged men. Oh, right. Okay. Looking forward to it. It Sold better be good. Shit. Now I've said too much. I've oversold it. I need to backtrack yeah. a bit. Yeah, it's if not bad. It's okay. Anxiety in it. I'm not, not involved. I'm not is there involved. any which? Yeah, anxiety. You, there is a bit of anxiety involved, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that kind of anxiety. I just want to just relax watching a film. But I, I think you'll really like it. Okay. Well, I will take that under advisement. Um, how have you and your family been coping with this lockdown? Because, I mean, I presume life hasn't really changed for you, has it? No, uh, we're still, uh, Sally Ann is still working away. Jimmy is, as long as he's got an Xbox or Netflix is happy or TikTok or whatever those things he does on the yep. phone that I'm not really interested in seeing what he's seeing but anyway that's neither here nor there yeah um so everybody's happy i have taken it to um become hunter gatherer oh wow and um <clears throat> this week i ordered hunting gathering these days is actually picking up the phone and ordering seven cubic meters of hardwood which is what i did this week um and uh, i got my delivery of wood for the fire from a man called mike who said I was his second soundest customer? Second soundest. Oh, that's <laughs> that's gonna sting, isn't it? If you just said nothing at all, it'd be better. Yeah. And I said, "Who's your best customer?" And there's a woman there. She fucking throws money at me every time I go in there. It's just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so now your mission is to become your man's soundest customer or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I said, is it purely based on finance? No, 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 no. Jesus, you you have the patience of a saint. I said, I've been waiting a week and a half for you. Exactly, you see? Other people have been ringing me up, shouting at me. I said, I tried that the last time. Oh, you did, you? <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> You're so sound, I forgot you shouted at me before. <laughs> so 
while I was prepping, here's a story. Here's a thing for you, right? Yeah, go while on. I was prepping. Um, Shout out to Mike, the, the hardwood guy, though. Yeah, my, we, we just had lunch and my, my wife was telling me that one of her friends had been robbed overnight. Oh. And uh, I took really no notice of this and just thought, poor woman. Yeah. Bit of a ball ache. She's got to get insurance company involved and all this sort of stuff. And it was her what? car. And... Okay. Was was her house broken into kind of thing? No, it was the car. Um, so I wasn't really paying that much attention. I know, so, I know, uh, I know. We're terrible people. Yeah, we are. We're, we are we terrible. Are. We are terrible to, as you would say, we are terrible to our women. We are. We're weak no. to our women. We should be stronger. <laughs> And <laughs> just not listen at all, rather than half ass listen. And then that gets us in the shit because we don't pay any attention. And they ask us a question an hour later and we're going, huh? Yeah. For me. I don't know. I don't know if you're fully paying attention there, love. I wasn't fucking listening at all. What do you mean? Not paying full attention. I wasn't fucking listening at all. And I won't be listening. So go tell someone who cares. So um, anyway, I'm out prepping my wood i have little wood sheds all over the place and i was out prepping the wood sheds for the, the arrival of the new wood and um i'm in the garden and uh i hear this car pull up outside i just presume it's one of my neighbors reversing in tractors often reverse in there's sort of farms all around us and stuff and there's two fellas in a bmw young guys and one of them has got his head out the window and he's got his phone sort of pointing at my car and uh, he's saying something along the lines of, I can't, I can't get it, I can't get it. And the other fellow is talking about it. He's going, uh, one, one, three, two. And he's reading out my registration. Wow. So I walked towards them and I don't think they saw me, but they sped off. I thought, fucking hell, this is a bit ridiculous. What's going on here? So I decided, I, I kind of mulled over it for a while and I thought, right, okay, I'm going to ring the, the guards and just say this I didn't get the reg, um, but it's a silver BMW, bit sporty, two young guys. They looked a bit too young to be driving uh, a sporty silver BMW. And they were shouting out my reg, and one of them was, I presume, taking it down. Ah, yeah, 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 they're after your catalytic converter. And I said, what? Yeah, 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 that's been a spate of them. Of course, I come back in, I said to Sally Anderson, I've just been involved in this whole thing. She said, well, that, that's what Lorna got stolen last night. Well, you're not listening to me. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously not. Yeah. Wow. There's a spate of people going around. Then the guard says to me, have you got CCTV? I said, yeah, I have. Yeah, well, the car's underneath it. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what we do these days, is it? We just, you know, we don't send it's out a, a patrol car to yeah, sort of. <laughs> they weren't looking for um, the CCTV of the car that pulled into your driveway. No, because it doesn't go that far. Okay. That's yeah. I saw um uh someone put a video up on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it this week. They had stumbled upon someone trying to take the catalytic converter out of their car. And they basically kind of they were in the yard and they looked over the fence and they're like, What's going on here, lads? And uh, one of the guys in the car just revved up the car and started driving towards him. Um Jesus. And they, they obviously bring, they have some sort of angle grinder yeah. situation thing with them. So they just, yeah, these guys just put through the angle grinders to the back of the car and drove off, trying to knock him down on the way as well. And he actually pulled his bike down in front of them, 
which they had to one of them then had to get out to pull the ball. So they're fairly like uh, fairly uh, the balls, don't they? Like yeah. uh, next, like a jockey's bollocks, I think is the yeah. Dirty little shits. I'd love to have a gun, a Do turret, you... or something. Well, I don't know if I like the idea of you wandering around your land, you know, hanging around the woodshed with a gun, but just to just to frighten them, I suppose. Did you, do you think that because they know that you saw them, they wouldn't come back, or do you think they'd be cheeky enough to come back anyway? I don't know whether they. they I, I don't know whether they saw me or not. There was no eye contact or anything. They just drove off. You know, I mean, they were as brazen as you like. Are you freaked out? But, not really. I don't. You know what I should do is I should check whether my car has actually got a catalytic converter because it's diesel. I don't think all of them have got as much because of the they're after the platinum in it. Okay. Melt them down for the precious metals. Wow. Yeah. Little and shits. They are little shits. God love them though. Fair play mm. to them though. Like there's a bit of enterprise. At least they're not sitting know. on their holes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing the and, leaving. And what with the leaving search? <laughs> obviously did metal work <laughs> sir <laughs> sir when are you putting up the video of our class for what we're doing next week lads the work your work next week is to get as many catalytic converters <laughs> as you can back into me in march that's all that's all lads that's all you need to do all right sir thanks very much to pay for the christmas, <laughs> for the christmas. <laughs> they've gone mad for them the the boyos have gone mad for catalytic converters Wow, I better. I, I don't know what even a catalytic converter is, or whether my car would have one, or what the hell. I don't know. Yeah. Certain cars do, certain cars don't. Um, there must be something un- disconcerting, though, about you. F- like, because you're out in the middle of nowhere, kind of. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the no. first night I was like, I was like, the dog barked. Yeah. Because I'd left the radio on. I know we've discussed that before. The dog likes to have the radio on. The radio was off. The dog barked. I went, <gasps> cold sweat, came downstairs, threw all the lights on. Yeah. Got your and gun. realised that uh, there wasn't a rerun of uh, Joe Duffy on. So the dog was like, <laughs> got your gun, which you have in the house. Nudge, Mutual nudge, week. Tommy, yeah. Actual Tommy gun. Yeah. You've got one in each woodshed. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, then I was thinking if I could electrify the car in some way. Mm. Could you set up some sort of, like, have you seen Home Alone recently? Could you set up some sort of uh, trap system? Yeah, with marbles. Mm, marbles, a bit of uh, black tar paint. Um, Something from, of course, you were in Braveheart. You'd know how to set up one of those sort of wooden traps that when people are running towards you, they stakes in their heart and stuff. Yeah, what you need to do is build, is dig... Um, Big, dig a big pit in the driveway, like about you'd want to go down about at least six foot, maybe more, seven yeah. foot, I'd say. Um, and then what you do is you get a load of stakes and sharpen them, yeah. Uh, I'd say about five, put them base, you know, pointy side up into the bottom of that pit, and then cover it over in. I'd say straw and, you know, maybe maybe mud, you know, some sort of loose, something that they'll fall through. And uh, Bob's your uncle. It shouldn't take, yeah. it, shouldn't take it too long, a week, two weeks. But driving over that could be kind of tricky as well. Yeah. Well, what you want them to do is fall into it, ideally, so they impale themselves on the wood. Like driving over the car would just fall in, which, you know, nobody wins I mean, then. Getting my car out then, you see. Oh, yeah. Thinking. You'd have to remember it was there. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 
Just going out for a bit of milk. Oh. <laughs> I've impaled myself again twice this week. Um, yeah, but surely it's, I think I think marbles are. I tell you what, my son was doing last night. He was in our driveway. It was freezing. You know, he was out late last night and it was freezing and it was going to freeze overnight. So they were pouring water on the driveway wow. to create the ultimate slippy, slidey thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And trying to kill his dad, who would just forget about it and get up the next day. <laughs> so maybe something like that would work. A lot of water. Have you got a driveway or have you, is, is it pebbles? or? Yeah, it's kind of a rough stone mm. little driveway. I don't know. I think you need to think about something. I think you need to watch Home Alone. Yeah, I'm thinking of a turret. Sort of, you know, Shawshankish. Mm. Hey, uh, like perimeter lockdown. Do you mean like a moat? No, like one of those turrets, the big What's sort of things that you you walk up, to, like ladders up to. Oh, okay. And you've got the big light that you can shine around. Oh, you could be a, like a. Are you talking about being in a watchtower, like a a watchtower, yeah, like a warden? Yeah. yeah, you could st- you could do. Sh- Listen, the three year there anyway. Just shift work. Just yeah. you know, take, take a shift. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Take a shift. Did you say up there? <laughs> no, you said turret, and I thought you were talking about turds. No turret. <laughs> it was the biggest turret I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, so- actually, speaking of turds, you know yeah. we've done poogling. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was um, on the I was on the toilet the other day, and um, I was looking through Twitter, and saw that you were going to be on Ray Darcy. Yeah, doing some drink thing. From Annie's off the drink. There you are. Oh yeah, we got sampling beers on the radio. We were sampling non-alcoholic beers. Oh, okay. With uh, I was doing it with Paddy Cullivan, the guy from the band on the Late Late Show. Oh right, okay, mm. cool. No, we weren't do like obviously we were all re- remote. We were we weren't together, yes. but he 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 organized the beers. They sent me some of the beers, and then we were just having a chat on the radio about the beers. It was interesting. It was cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. So listen to it on the player. Is it available on the RT? I presume it is. Uh, yes, it is. Can I tell you actually? Um, for a man that might be interested in this, there's some really nice non-alcoholic beers out there, and because I know you like a beer, but you know mm. they don't necessarily agree with you or you know after a certain amount or there's certain oh, beers no 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 yeah yeah i mean yeah. I, th- I i think your life is better without alcohol you know and i'd say that to anyone you should try i'll send you a few of the ones we talked about i don't have them to hand which is not much use to the listeners but i'll, I'll put them into the description of the podcast actually or into the intro you should try uh, a few non-alcoholic beers or some lovely ones you can You'll go. On. I'll send you the, the description of. I'll send you the names of a few of them. But like oh, you I definitely. For a second, you said you were going to send them to me. I can send you some. Oh, don't send them to me. Too expensive. That's what I was thinking. Be more expensive than the actual fucking beer. Um, but the, but maybe I could just order them from your local shop and have them sent to you. Um, but I tell, I'm telling you, honest to God, like on a Friday, at a, my my wife is addicted to non-alcoholic prosecco at the moment. She had oh. a glass. She had a glass with her lunch. I was like, "You've really, you've gone. You're, it's too much now." But yeah, the problem is now she kind of goes, "Oh, we haven't got any of the non-alcoholic stuff," and all of a sudden she's sitting there in the office next to you and she's sort of slathering all over you. Uh, you know, uh, that sounds nice actually. Um, I, 
Yeah, so non-alcoholic beer on a Friday when you're thinking, I'd love a beer. A couple of them actually hits the spot. And it takes away that craving that you have for it. And you don't need, you know, you don't need the alcohol, man. No, I'm probably going to go off it now again, I think, um, for the rest of the lockdown. Um, and I'm going to try and get off chocolate as well. Oh, God. Yeah, See, I've tried that before, and it's really, really, really difficult. Can you tell me now, this is where I'm at, right? How much, like, can you be honest with me on how much sweet stuff you eat every day? <clears throat> okay. My name is Mike. I'm a chocolate. Um Hi, Mike. Thanks for coming to the meeting. That's okay. C-A. Uh, I eat, um, okay, so I ate a, in five days, a Bourneville, Cadbury's Bourneville selection box, a Galaxy selection box, one and a half kilo of lemons, um, a couple of packets of those um, sort of fake Mars bars that you get from Aldi or Lidl. Yeah, a couple a of couple bags, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm. I mean, there's six in each. Um, a couple of bags of the fake Snickers that you get from Aldi's or Little. Um, right. Uh, lots of biscuits, a full Christmas cake, um, tiramisu, um, a Swiss roll. <laughs> I have an unending love for chocolate and I will gorge on it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Whoa. And I haven't included some stuff there. Quite okay. a lot of stuff. I'm, I I am, you know, I and I can feel myself sort of going, oh, God. <laughs> I can't have any more. But do you yeah. feel like, like, do you get full of, like, I, like if, you've, <laughs> if you've had a couple of fake Mars bars, are you then full of chocolate? Or do you just keep going? So I have a, I have a ridiculously sweet tooth. I would rather, I would live on sweet stuff as opposed to savory. I'm not really interested in savory food at all. Wow. Um, I remember once my wife went away on a trip to Asia to get some students in to do studying. And I, um, it was a red nose day in England, um, comic relief or whatever. And we had a, I went to the pub for lunch, had two or three pints came back and we did a charity fundraiser how many uh, miniature um oh donuts can you get down your neck i did 32 this is a friday afternoon i did 32 i came home i ordered a three course chinese <laughs> yeah I had a couple of glasses of lager and then I thought, oh God, I just want something sweet just to cut through the fat. So I ate a pound bar of Galaxy, you know, the big ones? Yeah. A big part of Galaxy. And I thought, oh dear, oh dear. And I don't know what to this day made me do it, but I decided to have a pint of milk to cut through oh, the Jesus fat. Christ. I thought that would just settle me. It's about nine o'clock at night. I'm in the house of my own. I had my big sort of reclining chair. I put the milk down next to me, the pint of milk. I was just about to drink it. The door went, the dog went fucking nuts, hit the table. The milk went flying everywhere. Spent the next hour and a half cleaning up milk off the fucking carpet. Yeah. I was waiting for the story of you drank the pint of milk, sat back in your recliner and then 
spread the whole room with the contents of your stomach. No. But you see, I wake up and do it all again. I just love sweet food. I've, um, somebody, oh yeah, I had a key. Somebody bought me a bag of dime as well from, you know, Ikea, you know, yeah. dime sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had about six of those before. I'll tell you what I did. I went to read a book at three o'clock this afternoon before I knew you were coming on. Yeah. Luckily, I set my alarm on my phone because I read the book for five minutes, sitting in the sun. Um, had about seven or eight dimes and <laughs> woke up. <laughs> Where am I? And you get that sort of sweet taste in your mouth, a dry, sweet taste. Yeah. And the only thing that will get rid of that is <laughs> have another one. <laughs> so I've actually had a couple of little dimes as I've been on to you here. Terrible. So I am, um, I get a, I get a craving now because I'm not drinking beer, you know, so, you know, when you're drinking mm. wine and beer, that's your, and I, and I used to pride myself in not eating sugar at all. So the only sugar I got ever was through fruit or, you know, beer or wine. Um, and I only drank at the weekends, but it meant that come Friday, I was, I was like craving that beer. Like I drank mm. that first beer, like my life depended on it. Like it was mm. the, um, so now that I'm not drinking the beer, I'm craving sugar. But what I do is I try not to eat it at all during the day and I go as long as I can. And so what I'm doing is like I get to bedtime and I'm like, I, I can have a piece of chocolate now or whatever. And I'm just I end up standing at the island in the kitchen, just going, just one more piece of chocolate, just one more piece of chocolate. <laughs> so I just go to bed, just like gorged on chocolate, because, you know, once you once you pop, you can't stop with the chocolate. That's what I find. Yeah, you see, but I, I would disagree. I think um, beer and chocolate, perfectly acceptable. I used to my galaxy is my go to. I love it. And I would easily sit down and eat a big bar of galaxy with uh, red wine. You pop a couple of bits of galaxy into your mouth have a mouth of red wine and then sort of let it sort of all dissolve for about five minutes and then mm. oh, Jesus Christ you know how to live Mike you know how to live <laughs> we can we can, we can we can full circle on this because we started off by saying that uh, we what did you say about women we were too we're too easy on our women or something like that uh, yeah uh, if it was if it wasn't for our women we'd be dead because oh, well, because your wife went away for one fucking night and you had it 36 donuts, a three course meal Chinese, a full bar of fucking. We Pound. would be, we can't control ourselves. We do, no, we, you... we behave ourselves because we know the wife would be disappointed. Uh, no, I don't actually know. I, I, um, I, my, my chocolate has never stopped. I, I, I am I, hungry. Hungry man when it comes to chocolate. Does Sally Ann ever say anything to you? No, she likes a bit of chocolate herself. Okay. But she shows great sort of willpower. She might have a little bit of a bit of a chocolate. Like, I hate this sort of, I have a little bit of like 85% and then a, a mandarin. That's me. I was like, fuck that. That wouldn't even touch this. That's not even, you know, I wouldn't use that to wash my teeth. Okay, so you're going to give up chocolate. Have you done this before? I tried to, I've got a skin complaint um, and I had to give up lots of things in succession at one point. Right. And uh, the chocolate didn't work. <laughs> I can give up <laughs> drink. I can give up um, dairy. I can heroin. Give up lots of things. Yeah, heroin, uh, lots of cocaine, all that sort of stuff. Um, no problem whatsoever. But chocolate, I really, really struggle with. 
and I did the um, the five two diet. You know that um, Michael Mosley diet when you yeah. do two days of sort of virtual starving and then whatever. It works perfectly. It will shift. You know, I lost two stone in seven weeks. Wow. Um, wow. And you do you, you? It actually changes your mind about things. It's the it's it's not a sort of like starve. You actually realize that a little one of those little dime things that I'm you know. Mm. 10 of them is enough calories for a man for a day. Yeah. And I would eat 10 of them without even blinking. Between sips of beer, I would, you know. So when you were doing um, the 5 2 diet, did you, when on the days you weren't eating, did you just not eat anything? Did you, or did you have a, like, you're allowed to eat something like 300, 600, 600 calories? 600 calories, yeah, which is, which is perfectly, you know, once you have a salad, um, big salad and maybe a little veggie burger or something like that. And then a little bit of a meal in the evening, sort of rice kind of just, you just got to control your calories. And once you start doing that, it changes your mind about calories, mm. but equally you fall off it and you then gorge. Ignore. Yeah. You ignore calories then. Yeah. That's the problem with the, with the fatty diets, they do work, but it's yeah, yeah. the it, afterwards, then you gorge yourself, you know. Mm. Uh, but I might have to, I might try it because I've done the five two before. Maybe I'll have to do it again. Do something. I need to take myself in hand, Mike. Mm. I'd prefer to get somebody else to take me in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your wife, she will. No, she won't. No. You start listening to her. Uh, listen, Mike, thanks very much. I hope you're. Um... Yeah, well, I'll, we'll tune in back next week and see how it goes. It'll probably go really shit. You're going to try this week. So you're saying to me, you're going to try and not eat much chocolate this week. Are you going to, are you like, are you being a bit. Well, I'm certainly going to, I'm certainly going to try and, and, and cut down. You're being a bit, uh, you're going to try and cut down. Okay. So give me an exact thing that you're going to do. Okay. So normally after my dinner, I would sort of um, have. Um, three or four squares. No, let's not lie. Okay, I'd have two or three rows of square of, of regular milk chocolate from a big milk chocolate bar. Right. I would then have a Mars bar. Wow. Then, <laughs> that's the first, that's the entree. Then I would have um, Aldi or Little or whoever does a peanut caramel sort of thing snickers thing yeah 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 oh no no much bigger than the snickers um they do a big 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 sort of four euro bar and i would eat sort of four inches of that then i would finish off with a snickers that salty caramel hit for a finish and that's after your dinner yeah, oh, yeah. That's, is that your dinner in the evening yes so you haven't had any chocolate up until that point uh no i wouldn't i wouldn't eat chocolate all throughout the day normally so what's the plan now for this week? Just have one Snickers and that's it. Something like, I don't think I could go cold turkey, you know. <laughs> cold turkey is not, I'm saying one Snickers. That's not cold turkey. It is what? cold turkey. That is, that is cold turkey. I mean, what about trying like, to, to replace the chocolate with like just loads of grapes and apples and bananas? No, each of those things affect me in different ways. Can't okay. Grapes. Don't do bananas. Um, apples are great. But they, I, I, you know, they're just, no, fruit is not the way for me. And I feel it's too late in the evening to be eating uh, citrus. <laughs> <laughs> what about like a spoonful of honey just to, you know, because honey is... Well, the bees then, the bees are dead. But honey, know, you know, your body knows what to do with honey because it's natural, you know. 
I don't think it does. It might a bee. When will they naturally eat honey? Well, bears eat honey. They're, they're not bees, you know. Look, I'm not a bear either. Do your best. Mike, do your best. That's all I'm saying to you. Do your best. If anybody listening to this has any tips for Mike, uh, I was told to... Um, I'm, I was told to take a thing, an enzyme called betaine, B-E-T-A-I-N-E. Oh, yeah. And apparently this enzyme is good. If you get a good quality betaine, it's good to stop your sugar craving. And if you have a sugar craving, you probably have a need for this enzyme in your stomach. So I started taking that. So I'll let you know how I got on during the week and we'll catch up. But um, if you give up, Aldi will be fucked. Their, their, profits, their profits will be down. Yeah, dairy fine will go out of business. <laughs> dairy fine. <laughs> I'll have four bars of Mickers, a Smars bar, and some dairy fine. <laughs> They're all like Racer and to- Troy. I'll have a can of Parlsberg beer, Reineken, two packs of Reineken, <laughs> some Dursel washing powder, Rary washing up liquid. <laughs> even they, they can't even call the potatoes potatoes. They're like potatoes. Spuds with a Z. <laughs> Spuds with a Z. <laughs> oh, Price Prispies, a box of those, and some porn flakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Listen. Sayonara. Okay. Have a good evening. Miss you. Don't eat too much chocolate tonight. Uh, no, it's that's a Monday, not oh, yeah, okay. today. Watch sideways. Okay. Oh, and yeah. if you've any if you have any movie recommendations, television series recommendations. I don't mean television series recommendations that everyone has watched, like ones that you've watched that you don't think other people have really seen, maybe. I got you. And any movie recommendations. Would In fact, great. if you've not seen 30 Rock, watch it. I do watch 30 Rock. Actually, I did watch it and I, I went through a phase of watching like an episode every day and then I stopped. Yeah. So I'll go back to it. I do like it. I really like um, Liz Lemon. Yeah. I like uh, your man. Broderick. Yes. No. The other no, guy. Not Broderick. The guy whose wife is not Spanish. The guy whose wife is not Spanish. But she is Spanish. She's not. Whose wife? Who's the guy? Baldwin. Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is married to Alec Baldwin. Have you not heard this? No. Oh, man. Alec Baldwin is married to this woman that he met who he thought, and and the world thought, was Spanish. I think her name was Hilaria, right? No. So her name is Hilaria Baldwin, yeah? I can't believe you haven't heard the story. No, I haven't heard this. Hilaria Baldwin... I just read in the headline here, the first one that comes up is Hilaria Baldwin's brand deal axed amid fake Spanish heritage controversy. Hilaria Baldwin has been pretending that she's half Spanish. She was on, they showed a clip for her on this television show where she was, they were doing a bit of cooking and she pointed, she was, and she said, she pointed at a cucumber and said, how you say, how you say? No. Apparently, apparently she's from Boston. Boston. And is not in any way Spanish at all. Um, so 
Hilaria Baldwin's brand deal has been axed after she came under fire for faking her apparent Spanish heritage. The American author and yoga instructor, 37, has lost out on a huge partnership with company Cuties Blah Blah Blah, who have dropped her after she was accused of making up her background. Why would you pretend to be Spanish? There was a woman um, who, some political advisor who said that she was... She um, pretended to be black or have, have some yes. black... Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you'd almost understand in a way because you could kind of understand why somebody might think that that would be a good idea. But to pretend you're Spanish is is odd. But there's something for you. There's something for you to look into now. Um, Hilaria Baldwin is wow. not being Spanish. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I have a shout out. Oh, great! This may get cut off. Uh, but I hope you won't cut this out. No, it won't get cut out. Bloody read it, man. Why would it get cut out? Why would it get cut out? You've never Not, done anything else before. You probably not, nothing gets cut out. <laughs> and now I can't find a piece of paper. It's oh, down with it's down with your screw that you dropped. Oh, don't talk to me. Listen, I'm gonna do this the next time because it's never the room has gone dark. We have time. Go and switch on the light. I can I can just cut out this, I can edit it slightly so it doesn't look too bad. No, 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 no turn, turn on the light. God. Oh, it's yes, it's it's I found it. It's got, he's uh, holding up a piece of paper. Out. He's holding up a piece of paper. This, this is a shout out for uh Bridget and Bernadette. Oh two two of our listeners, they're OGs and Fab Vinny, who's Bridget's partner. They're OGs, they listen to us, and they say that I give you too much of a hard time about being late. Oh, thank you very much, Bridget and Bernadette. Bernadette and, and Fab Vinny. Thank you for sticking up for me. I wasn't late today. No, you weren't. No, you were absolutely perfect. And I think maybe I'm projecting because I don't like people being late. I don't like being late. You see, this is I, my thing. I'm I'm always late. I don't really care about the time. <laughs> so we're the perfect, we're the perfect union. I went to I went for a walk with a friend of mine. Um, Joe is his name, and he goes for a walk every day at twelve o'clock for half an hour. That's his because he works from home, so he leaves the house. He goes to this spot, parks up, walks around the car, which is beautiful to walk in. Back in the car, back home, takes him half an hour. He does. He's regiment. You know, he's very regimented. He's very good like that. Um, and so I went and joined him for one of his walks. So I was there a little bit after. No, no, I was, I was there about two minutes past 12, two minutes past 12. And then we went for a walk. No, I was fine. But I was reflecting on my, because I go for a walk every day as well. And I leave at whatever time I leave at. And then I walk for, like, I went for a walk the other day. And my wife rang me, said, where the fuck are you? And I was like, what? So you've been gone for two and a half hours. <laughs> Mountain rescues coming up to you. I just head off. I don't even know which what route I'm taking. I just go and I just keep walking and I get lost. That's a great I, way. It's because you're oblivious to anyone else's feelings. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, wife. I come home whenever I want to come home. What do you mean, where am I? I don't know. Women. <laughs> Women. Right. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Take it easy. Have a good day. Have some chocolate for me. I feel, like, I feel like I need to go to the shop and buy some chocolate now. Do. Mm. Mm. 
I would never say that to my wife, not to her face. Anyway, I would never. <laughs> that was funny. That. that was funny. Thank you, Mike. You make me laugh. You make me happy when skies are grey. There you go. That's me and Mike. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. I just caught the end of it there when we were talking about going on a walk. That's, yeah, I do. I literally walk out the door, geared up, ready, wet gear on. Um, And actually, when I met my friend Joe for the walk, he was, he turned up in his sort of... That's okay. Uh, I I shouldn't really leave the door open, but I like the sound of the house. Um... The, uh, when I met my friend Joe, he was wearing his jeans and walking, you know, good sensible walking shoes and uh, a lumberjack shirt, you know. And I, I come, I go for my walks with, you know, proper, you know, running runners, leggings, shorts. Man, I look like I'm about to do a marathon or something. So I look like a bit of a tool, to be honest with you. But I feel comfortable, and that's the main thing. And I'm warm. And I double, I do double gloves. Do you do double gloves? Do you double up the gloves? No, just me then. I would double underpants if I could. Double underpants. He's never double underpants. Uh, Anyway, um, that's it. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your Monday evening. I hope you enjoy the rest of the week. I hope COVID is staying far away from your family. And if it has touched your family, look, I hope you're doing okay. Um, It just seems to be getting closer and closer, you know. Uh, last time I barely knew anybody affected by it this time lots of people so mind yourselves out there stay at home um, I, I, like I, I'm being very selfish and staying at home because I don't want to get it it sounds horrific um, and I know on this podcast I'm just preaching to the converts because I really don't think people who <laughs> I don't know why I don't put people who listen to podcasts and have house parties during the COVID um, pandemic into the same Venn diagram. I could be wrong. If you are listening to this podcast and you're having house parties, you know, please don't. Just for your own sake. I mean, obviously for everybody's sake, but even just to be selfish, just don't. Anywho, I gotta go. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. I'm signing off now. Oh yeah, if you thanks for listening to the podcast. Please like and subscribe. Please tell your friends. This is part of the ACAST network. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can just email me keithwalchpod at gmail.com or keithwalch.walch at gmail.com. And is there anything else? Yeah, there's a little uh, contributors. If you want to contribute, contribute. I, I'd have to look up what it's called. It's um, You can give me a few quid, basically. Um, there's a link in the description of the podcast. Uh, I I wouldn't expect too much 30 grand would be fine just a small amount just to tide us over me and Mike Mike has a very expensive chocolate habit uh, to keep up anyway that's definitely it now I'm definitely gone okay bye 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 definitely gone now I'm just going to press stop okay bye 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 Bye-bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 